Today is August 28th, and the Yankees have completed the sweep of the Seattle Mariners. They won game one, they won game two, and they won game three. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. Weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host and best friend, Jake, coming to you from Denver, wearing a bucket hat. Explain it, Jake. Hey, Jimmy. How are you? Hard Explain open. the hat. Hard open. Uh, it's a visor bucket hat. Well, I'm trying to explain it. Explain it's a visor bucket. Okay, okay, you're a bad guy. It's a visor <laughs> bucket hat. Um, uh, one of our longtime listeners and a friend of the show, J.P. Higgins, his cousin, uh, has a company, Vuckets, that's visor bucket hats, and uh, it's very on brand for me. Uh, so he sent me a couple, and it's uh, yeah, it lets the mop top breathe up there, and I, I think sometimes. You just have to say fuck it. So we just got a nice, nice sweep of the Mariners. Uh, times are good. It's a, bald, it's a bald person's nightmare, that hat. Bald person nightmare. Absolutely. Hap wears that hat, and now he's just got a yarmulke-sized sunburn on his head. If a bald person was wearing this, it would, you'd know they were being punished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no bald person would willingly, willingly wear this. Maybe a monk, because it kind of fits their head hairstyle to begin with. Now I feel bad, because this isn't like a real ad, so maybe they have a big push for bald people, and we don't know about that, so I, d I don't know. The balds are going to burn their head. That's all I'm saying? That's all we're saying. Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I've got my co-host and best friends. Okay. Okay. Run it back. West Coast trip's over. Glory be, glory be. Yeah, good job, everyone. Good job to everyone. Thank God that's over with. No more 10 o'clock games. It's brutal. And we end Never it good. Again. We end with a 5-4 and four record. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't have to do that again till late October. And I, I think the, the message that you and I are in lockstep on is that if you somehow think this wasn't a successful trip because we only went five and four or we lost, we got swept by the A's, you're a fool. You're Whoa. an absolute fool. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's a I hate, good trip. I hate to use that language, but you you have to know how long a baseball season, what a West Coast trip means, and it's. I, I was listening. You know, I'm a huge Ryan Rosillo fan. He was talking about the other day that I think it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yelled at one of their a young teammate one time because they celebrated an early season win and they were like 
Dude, if you celebrate the win like that, you're going to be fried out this season. So now put that into baseball terms. I think we're going to have a fun flight back. I'm excited. I was. I wish I was on Club 161 on the plane right now with everybody. But uh, take your five and four and get the hell off the West Coast. Yeah, you're full grown height, five four. No, 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 no. See, I'm it five may be seven. The, it, it, it may be the height you die at. It could be the height I die at. I haven't That's seen fr- you in a while, and people have been telling me that you're five four now. I haven't. I haven't gotten on a measuring thing in a while, so I yeah, don't know. I know. I just had someone reach out to me said I was at a Wawa in New Jersey. Confident John Boy is five four. That's fuck. I gotta go get tape measure out. So, I don't see. I don't interact with people, so you know I don't get much much gauge. No gauge. Your no spine's gauge. all jacked up from that seat. I don't know. The seat's pretty nice to my spine. We could use a chiropractor on the show. Oh, yeah, we could. Yeah. 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 All of our chiropractor listeners, reach out and let's set something up. Chiropractor me, please. Now, I had to take Katie to the chiropractor once, Dr. John, and he basically beat her up. And I was like, am I allowed to watch this? You're beating up up my girlfriend. And, like, I don't like it, but... She wants you to do it. He basically made her boneless. Like he squished her into just skin. And I was like, oh, my God, man, what's happening? Dude, my college girlfriend, Steph, who you're familiar with, dude, she used to go to chiropractic all, all the time. And it was violent. It's yeah. so violent. Scary. Speaking of violent, we have a bunch of just just real. Yes. Oh, we got a mob of supporters that brought savages. This show. Wow. Real criminals. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Criminal number one, Malcolm Forbes. <laughs> we talked about my hat a little bit. What What's your hat? It's a snapback, blue brim, gray top, just like the Elgari one, but this one says Jake sucks. They're okay, available at it. the store shop.johnboymedia.com or, or shop.talkingyanks.com. Secret, they take you to the same exact place. Whoa, secret secrets are no fun, except for the rest of these Patreon criminals. Criminal number two, Malcolm Forbes, thanks. You better be rich. If your name's Malcolm Forbes and you're not so rich, that's almost, you almost got to change your name. Forbes is big, yeah. Malcolm's kind of a rich name, too. I think Malcolm could go a lot of different ways. Malcolm in the middle, Malcolm Gladwell. These guys are rich. Not Malcolm, the character Malcolm in the middle. Freddie Muniz, very rich. All right. Travis Manshrek. Hell yeah. <laughs> Manshrek. Sounds like a bachelorette weekend. Jared Davis. Yeah, fundamental. Criminal. Uh, Cabrains. Probably Cabranes? Cabranes? Cabranes. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one for us. Probably not Cabranes. (laughs) Definitely not Cabranes. 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 Oh, this next one's fun. Yeah, but it's only one L. So it's Phil. You want to say Phil Spiller, but one L makes me think it might be Spiler. But Jimmy, better be Spiller. Jimmy, use your brain for more than a second here. It's Phil Spiller. I know, but I'm saying there's no, there's only one L. It's not an option, Jim. Phil Spill. You can't go through your young ages 
with the name Phil Spiler and get through not being known as Phil Spiller. Okay. You know that more than anyone. I had a friend in high school whose nickname was Spiller because he got drunk and spilled a lot. He just walked in the room and go, Spiller. <laughs> he hated it. He's like, I'm not going to spill. And then he spelled. James Kelly. James Kelly yeah. is, goes by Jimmy. He lives in New Jersey. And just like me, we both had to say goodbye to our pets recently. So we have sympathized and kind of been like, that's odd coincidence. And then Aaron Clagg. Clagg. That's a good. That's I Clag. know we started. We ended up a little sad, but I think that's a good inmate name. Aaron Clagg. Oh, a criminal. Yeah. That guy. Sorry. That guy's been locked up. Imagine Smooth if, criminals, all of you. Imagine if he has, and he's like, damn, fuck. Damn, <laughs> guys. Hiding. I've like, blown up is, my spot. This is intrusive. <laughs> I've been clean. <laughs> all right, those are our most recent Patreons. It's $2 a month. It helps us out a fucking ton. Uh, you support us. We really appreciate it. Uh, you get uh, to be in the live chat. We've got a p- bunch of people right here. We, uh, you get a video access for all of it. You get a chance to win a jersey via raffle and contest every month. And the August raffle or August contest is, is finished. It was guess how many wins the Yankees have on the West Coast trip and guess how many runs they score. And I'm weirded out because the second guess, there was like 70-something guesses, the second guess was five wins and 44 runs, which is on the money correct. So we got yeah. a Back to the Future, Biff, Almanac situation here. Yeah, kind of. I mean, kind of comes out five runs a game. You get five wins. I mean, I, I, I see some of the math there. But yeah, a little weird. Exact. Yeah. And uh, Euro Yank won it, who signed up in August. He signed up this month. So I that leads to more like, oh, shit, I know this answer. Yeah. And he's Dutch. And what do they say about the Dutch, Jake? Never trust him. Something like that. What's the Austin Powers line? Uh, it's, it's something like no discrimination against others except the Dutch. Yeah. Well, congrats to Euro Yank. I'll get in touch. You want a jersey. He so- gets a jersey, guys, for signing up for Patreon and guessing some runs and some wins. That's no, how it don't works. Down, don't down. Don't downplay it. It was very Jimmy, impressive. Jimmy, I'm trying to get people to sound up. You human idiot. Brain. Phil Spiller. Now this. Phil Spiller. I think he, I think he goes by Filer, which is bullshit. Anyway, Jake, you want to do injury update? Filer? Yeah, let's do some injuries. Do you, is it happy sound or sad sound for the injury? I'm back to freaked out, and I, I don't know if we're going to start with it or end with it, but okay, I'm, Jake, I'm back to freaked out. Fucking dumbass. Ah! Okay. I was at the soundboard, not me, by the way. Yeah, I was talking to the soundboard. I was talking to myself. Yeah, Yeah, it was a combo. Yeah. All right, Jake. Why are you freaked out? Who are you freaked out about? Giancarlo. Oh, Stan's got you freaked out. Because Gumby's got me freaked out still. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the Gumby thing kind of came and passed for me because I, again, like best, best case for Gumby is twenty fifth man on the roster. He throws some like blowout playoff innings. Like that's the only way Gumby pitches. In that's my where you're. That's where you're setting up. But two weeks ago, we were like, he's there's no way he even rehabs this year. And then last week, we were like, I ah, probably gonna hang around in single A in Tampa and get innings in. And now he's with the Triple A team in Scranton, pitching innings for AAA, the next mind-blowing update is that he's going to be a September call-up. 
Well, no, that's for you. I I knew when he when he threw the other day, I knew he was going to get called up to September as long as there's no setbacks. It's just his best case scenario for this team is the 25th guy in the playoff roster. He beats out like Hap and Sessa, and he throws some useless playoff innings. That's Monty's best case. Jimmy, Giancarlo or lefty Stanton. specialist. Giancarlo Stanton. Cuddy, Ruko. Everyone was tweeting he hit on the field and they said he looked great. And he's like doing baseball stuff. And Cuddy said that? Yes. Because Ruko, I mean, I I love our boy Ruko, but he He gets excited. He loves the Yankees. Cuddy kind of has not been the nicest to Stanton. So if Cuddy's saying he looks great, that's huge. They said he was hitting bombs. There was some video. Um, and it it sounds like they're getting really close to getting like a timeline for him coming back, which, Jim, it starts getting into these fun conversations that I'm hoping we're going to have at the end of the year if everyone is healthy. But, I mean, Giancarlo Stanton is Giancarlo Stanton. He won the NL MVP, what, two years ago? And he, he's kind of been an afterthought. And it's, at Jim, another thing that we're stumbling into with this Yankees team, because, you know, we are putting a bow on the season. James Paxson, who we're going to talk about, he can end his year pretty strongly. But there's a lot of guys whose years are going to get decided this October. And, I mean, what if Giancarlo Stanton comes back and he rakes? Like, Giancarlo Stanton could be the ALCS MVP. Or he could come back and look awful because he hasn't played baseball in a while. And, I mean, again, think about where the Stanton haters were, where they could end up. So that's what's got me freaked out. All right. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, BP is one step. He's going to have to get in game somehow. We'll see what the – did they say what the next step is? Like, does he have an assignment coming up? Um, I don't think I, – I think the next step is, l- like, live pitching. Like, he took batting practice on the field. I think the next step is, like, live at bats, like sim at bats. And then I think it's rehab. Crazy. Said rehab weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you dropped the sim at bats, which I'm not familiar with the shortened version of that. But that's good. That's probably from your nerdy baseball. I think sim is just uh, an abbreviation for – simulation sim game all of it i believe you i just not it, it doesn't ring natural in my ear and that's fine just You're don't just, take it out on my nerdy side okay it reminds me of the sims yeah which is short for that's simulation. a simulation <laughs> yeah yeah man imagine playing the sims every yeah, day man. um where are you at with injuries savvy has me excited man yeah they keep like saying he looks good. He looks good. He looks good. We talked about what Pedro Martinez said he would do with Sevy on last episode on Sharp Stats episode. Sharp Stats, and that's interesting. Um, but they're going to find a way for Sevy to get in games. Hicks hasn't thrown yet, uh, but that was the plan. Uh, the plan was like just to completely shut him down for two or three weeks or whatever. And they're saying with Hicks, which is a different than they've said with everyone else. They're like once he gets cleared to throw, it's kind of full tilt. Um, like with everything else, which I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I wonder, but he's still got to get cleared, which is crazy. Right. Um, Andujar still out for the season? No. Yeah, he's out for the season. Yeah, no dice on Andujar. No changes with Andujar. None. Ellsbury, Voight. same thing. Voight's raking. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Voight, to, to be fair, 
Voight would be on the major league team right now if they weren't on a West Coast trip. They they very clearly yeah that's like, true. Just wait out this. Don't go on the road trip with us. Yeah, and that I mean, so we kind of knew that. Like after his first two games, we we're like, if they were home, he'd be up. Yeah, but it's so funny that like I, rehab stats don't matter, but <laughs> Luke Voigt's crushing AAA. <laughs> yeah, I mean Brandon Drury was the best AAA player in the world. Like, is Luke Voigt going to get, like, AAA Player of the Week? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's fucking funny and also rude. Like, when Roger Clemens would, like, rehab for, like, two games, and he like, oh, AAA Player of the Week, Roger Clemens. They got to have an exception. Yeah. Just go steal all the awards from the kids. Anyone That's else? Life. Edward Encarnacion's going to start swinging soon. Uh, Gio just got hurt, but he says he's going to play Friday. He says he's fine. It was just precautionary. Didi and Maben both got back into the game, so they should be healing up just fine. Um, dude, who, there's so many names on the aisle that like we don't even really care about. Like Holder. Uh, Greg Bird. Greg Bird. Wasn't there a Bird update? I don't know. Ellsbury? Think we could get Ellsbury back for September? Dude, I had such a good laugh about Ellsbury yesterday or this morning. Like I was doing stuff in the kitchen by myself and I laughed out loud just thinking that people thought Ellsbury was like the game the Yankees played in the offseason in spring training, knowing full well he wasn't going to play a single game. Just what a fucking racket. <laughs> Yeah, I like. Oh, this is why I laughed out loud when they brought him to spring training to play catch with that old man yes. and let people take pictures of him. And and He's then live, and then he literally never did a single thing in the public eye. It was just, just to be like, here we're trying, but they're not trying in the slightest. Made me crack me up. I is he? Uh, does he have to do this again next year? Do we have to run this back? I think he's starting next year. But that's an off-season convo. I hope we run it back. Yeah, no reason to talk about Ellsbury right now, but just fucking so funny. Yeah, Jim, a couple. So we left out one big one, and then there's a couple little ones. The big one we left out is Dellen. Um, uh, Dellen's updates sound not exciting to me. They're not as exciting as Sevy's is the big thing. But they were at the same page at one point, and now Sevy's like, everyone's so excited, and Dellen's like, yeah, I threw a simulated game. A couple innings looks good. Savvy's like, well, they're throwing th- 99, he feels great. Yeah, and I, I think there's a couple things in play there because, the, I mean, Sevy's got to get, like, stretched out and kind of go. Like, Dellen in these sim games is doing two innings, 16 pitches, and done. So, hey, as long as he feels good and he's right, which, I mean, knock on wood, that's what we've heard. But, yeah, they haven't been as exciting. I think that that is an interesting note. Jim, some of the smaller ones, uh, my guy Tyro, Hammy. Yeah, just, um, no, just, let's, we got to get to burn, so... David Hale has been kind of weird. You ready? Um, I think so. Ben Heller coming back from Tommy John, you know. Game number one in Seattle. On your mark. Get set. Burn. J.A.Hap kicking off three in Seattle versus the opener. Matt Whistler straights to Tommy Kevin Malone as the Yanks take on the spilled chili disaster that is the Mariners. 
Top two, the Yanks get the party started with Baby Glaby becoming a man. 33 home runs for the Caracas kid. Hey, this counts for one run too, little fella, as Romine slaps an RBI single. Mike Ford playing with an edge as his ball escapes the stadium. It is 4-0 Yanks after two. Mariners respond with a three-run homer off Hap, but that'd be Hap's only mistake. Five innings pitched, three earned runs, very 2019 Hap. Top four or Mike Ford? Why not both? Two Yabos against his former team, kinda. 5-3 Yanks. Mariners would put one on the board later and a little bit of a balk party, but Hap to Garen to Cortez Jr. to Canely to Chapman. Yanks win game one, 5-4. Wow, you're full-grown height. Sorry, well, your death height. Your death height. Your, maybe my your death, death height. height. Thank maybe. you. Maybe. Maybe. Sorry. I uh, will I die at 5-4. <laughs> I liked your Tommy Malone spilled chili right there. Kevin Malone, yeah, I figured The Office. Because that's from The Office. That was a show, um, popular show. NBC. Whoa, Jake's dog just stood up. Oh, no. Almost, I think Noodle almost just threw up. I might throw up. Dude, this game, I mean, this game in this series is kind of just like, yeah, cool. Cool. Beat the Mariners. Like, I'm not too up. I'm not down in the slightest. I think our slight difference on that, Jim, and I, I don't. I think I said this at the end of the Sunday pod, and I said it on the pregame show. Go check it out on the podcast or YouTube, uh, Jim. If we won Game One, I was weirdly confident we were sweeping this series. And spoiler, we um, did. Partially due to Hap, and partially due to the Mariners' general sadness. But what are your thoughts on Hap? Five innings pitched, three earned runs, only two hits, but three walks. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna go down as a hap defender, but he he made one mistake. Um, he gave up the three run homer, um, and I mean that was it. Uh, otherwise, it was I mean pretty boring hap. You're right, the walks are a little high, seven strikeouts. It's not a good team, and it's not a great start. But at this point of the year, everyone's asking, what are we gonna do with Happer? Five innings pitched, three earned runs. I mean, unfortunately, we take that at this point. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, barring any big games, if Hap can give us five innings pitched, three earned runs, and not be part of the playoff rotation at all, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, um again, I mean, it, if, Hap was, if Hap was having a good season, I would be sitting here saying, like, damn, I mean, you take that one pitch back, Hap's having a great start, but you can't do that with this season at all. So it, it is what it is. It was a start at Seattle, one of the worst lineups and one of the bigger pitching parks, too. So I could say that. Um, but we we will take five innings pitch, three runs out of Hap. I have a question for you, and I, I think I know okay. the answer. Hap's next start lines up to be one, one, two, three, oh, one, one, two, three, four, Hap. It's uh, the last game of the Oakland series, which is a good team. The game the next day is Texas Rangers. Would you just roll Hap out versus Oakland, or would you do an opener day and try to push Hap so he faces the Rangers, the less-than team? Um, I think it's. I think both options are good. I think, I think unfortunately, with the opener, although September call-ups might throw it off a little bit because we'll get a couple arms, right? Um, yeah. 
is that you you see how the series is going. If you win the first two, um, and you've used the good guys out of the bullpen, you probably just throw Happer out there and hope for the best. Um, I don't know if it's a rubber match and you've got a fresh pen out there. I I could see them going bullpen day, and we're we're gonna save Hap. Why not? Ah, uh, motherfucker. So if they throw Hap that day, if they keep Hap on schedule, one, two, three, four, Hap. Okay, if they keep Hap on schedule, the second start after Oakland would be at Boston in Fenway on Saturday. If they push him, like I was saying, and not have him pitch against Oakland and face Texas, then he would become Sunday night baseball at Fenway, and that would suck. And so, yeah, and I mean, we'll we'll see with September call-ups. I mean, maybe they'll they'll try to do something funky in that Texas series. That makes me think they won't at this point of September. Um, they probably let September go a little bit, and then you start eyeing your playoff rotation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could see a world where that happens, but also probably not. Probably not. Mike Ford carried his hot streak into this game. Revenge series. Yeah. Tommy Malone, A, doesn't look like a Tommy Malone. His face doesn't match his name in the slightest. Every home run he gave up, he turned around and was like, what? How could that have just happened? I was like, well, Tommy Malone, figure it out. I have a super rude, super nice thing to say. Wow. He looks like he got shot up with a gun. Tommy Malone. Yeah. It's kind of like I thought about doing my Italian thing. Oh, Tommy Malone. But you don't naturally jump there with Tom Malone. Um, I was like, yo, Tom Malone's like boring and kind of like, eh. Like he's not that good. And his name's Tom Malone, and it's just like, give me something, right? And then I clicked on his player page, and he's an eight-year major league player, and he went to USC. And I was like, go fuck yourself, Jake. So, good for you, Tom Malone. You like his little mole that he's got? You know I'm not a big mole guy. His didn't affect me too much. Yeah, I know that you hate moles. I think it's cool. Everyone needs a calling card. We're the wet bandits. All right, let's go to game two. Yeah, um, I I think the we got to talk about Balkgate a little bit, Jim. Oh, dude. I I was mad at Garen in the moment. Now after it, uh, the umps are terrible when you get the full scope of it. So if you don't yeah. know, Corey Garen was on the Mariners. He does a little toe tap. This has been a thing of controversy forever or for this entire season. Like Doolittle and the Cubs, they got in trouble and they protested and all this and. The umps are saying it's illegal because you can't take a second step. Well, what's a step? Is a tap a step? It's all about what the definition of a step is. The league so the league got together and said what Garen does is totally legal. This umpiring crew gave him a lot of shit earlier in the year when he was a Mariner about it. And as soon as he let someone on base, the ump told Romine, go out there and tell him you can't do the toe tap. And then he called the ump and was like, yo, the league said it's fine. And then they had him practice it and throw, like, extra pitches if he get injured to see how he feels. And the ump said, yeah, that's fine. And then they called that he did it, and they called it a balk. And it's just a mess. At the time, I was mad at Garrett. I was like, dude, did you just bring all your baggage over to us and we didn't know about it? But when the next day the MLB comes out and says, 
yo, that's le- we said that was legal already, and it's just this ump being an asshole. Now I'm on Garen's side. Yeah, MLB coming out with like a definitive like stance was actually kind of nice. It was like, no, no, the umps are actually being idiots assholes again. Yeah, I called them idiots assholes. Uh, pardon, pardon my French. Uh, but yeah, that was like one of the most uncomfortable innings of baseball I've ever watched. So that's a uh, good job, umps. I didn't like it. I like it's Romine. just uncomfortable. You didn't know every every time he went to throw. You didn't know if a balk was going to be called. You you felt bad for Gear, and this is his livelihood, and you know he's thinking about it. So it was just the most uncomfortable baseball I've watched in a long time. I loved. I I posted the gif of it. I loved when Boone comes out and asks Romine because Gearin's talking to the ump, like, "What's going on?" And Romine was like, "Fuck if I know." Get in there and just like pulled Boone's jersey. Yeah. And was like, "You you deal with this." <laughs> Not my problem, Booney. <laughs> I couldn't care, but it seems like Gearin's upset. <laughs> Gearin was so upset. That was actually pretty fun. Um, well, now that yeah. I know, it's like he's being just this one ump, like refuses to know the rule. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Four two homers, Glaber homer, Guardy triple, Canley and Chapman dominate. The other thing we didn't Next. talk about was uh, the glove to the face. For Guerin? No. Um, oh, yeah, the guy in the Mariners got ejected. Yeah, threw his, hit it through the glove at the umpire's face accidentally. It's pretty funny. Accident, have to eject him. Have to. You have to eject him. Yeah, I keep saying this. People keep calling that ump soft. He's right. soft if he doesn't eject that guy. If you get hit in the face by a batting glove that was thrown in your direction and you don't eject that player, you're a pussy. You've lost the game. Yeah. Now they now they control you. Yeah. Funny moment, though. Uh, let's go to game two. Game two. On your mark. Tanaka, Go. A special Mr. Tanaka Tuesday as he faces off with his Japanese brethren. You say Kikuchi, I say Kikuchi. Let's call the whole thing off. No, let's play ball. And speaking of playing ball, West Coast Judge, my goodness, 462 feet, almost went through the Mariners' batter eye. 2-0 Yanks. The Pulse as Gardner plants a three-run Rutabaga home run. 5 nothing Yanks. And oh, by the way, we only needed one run as Daddy Tanaka punished Seattle. Seven innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs, seven Ks. Little flirt with a no-hitter, but that's because Tank's a little flirt, baby. Romy, my homie, adds a couple Geico runs for that insurance. Tanaka to Sessa, that's the dream. Yanks win 7-0. The sun will come out. Tanaka, bet your bottom dollars with Tanaka. There will be sun. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, man. That was awesome. I mean, there's a big matchup. Tanaka versus Kikuchi, the two Japanese starting pitchers. Kikuchi sucked. Tanaka was very good, which is the combination I was rooting for. So super excited about it. Tanaka looked, it was too easy, Jake. Like, you know how sometimes you watch Tanaka or Paxton versus the Dodgers or most of Verlander starts, and you're like, damn, he's carving them up. 
Yeah. He is just attacking them. That wasn't like this. It was like, yeah, Tanaka got, okay. He got through those, got through those guys. It was like easy and boring. Tanaka was showing some fun emotion, which was a good time. Ruko was all over that. He was talking to himself. I love when he hits himself in the head like this. <laughs> he was talking to himself the duration of the game. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty well. And Jim, kind of the point you just said there, he it wasn't like he was getting a lot of calls. Like I, There was a bunch of sliders that were pretty good pitches that were just off the plate, and they got called balls. And Tank was staring in like, come on, like, let's get this over with a little bit. Um, but he – and. I mean, when you look at these two lineups side by side, in, in game two, I mean, LeMahieu, Malik Smith, leadoff hitters, Aaron Judge, J.P. Crawford, Glaber Torres, Omar Narvaez. I mean, it's when you actually look at the lineup, it's like, oh, so that's what's going on in Seattle, huh? But, uh, hey, no, no shame in Tank's game. He looked great. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I liked with Judge's big home run was – Kikuchi asking for a new ball, like about to yeah. pitch it. He's like, no, I want a new ball. And Judge like, what the fuck are you doing? Then hits a laser home run. I think he knew that he was going to give up a home run, and that ball didn't feel like it had good juice in it. So he's like, I might as well give up a highlight. Maybe. It's, a it's cool that's uh, Judge's 100th home run ball, so it's like barely touched, like brand new ball. Yeah, and it's uh, him him and Gary, second and third fastest players in MLB history to 100 home runs. It's pretty cool. Dude, how about Brett Gardner's home run? His 17th of the year, do you think he'll break his own record? It's 21. He would need four more. That's Yeah, math. so that was, that was 18. That well, was his 18th? That was 18. So, so there was math, unfortunately. We're normally wrong with our math. Which No, he is, needs four more. I still got it right. Right, you're still there. Well, okay, then the math so, would have been wrong originally. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I did, I did, I did twenty-one minus seventeen wrong originally. That was the classic. That was the classic. You got the answer right on the quiz, but the work all wrong. <laughs> all wrong. Like, Show your work, Jimmy. No, well, I'm not going to do that, Mrs. Lippy, um, because I copied off the rat tail in front of me. There's a good chance, right? I mean, you know, a couple home sets coming up, a couple porch jobs, why not? Um, I think even if he doesn't, this is going to be his best season ever, which is insane. Oh, I'm um, rooting for it. So that's that's the thing now, Jake. I'm rooting for I Oh, need okay, so we're on that? Oh, yeah, dude. That's all I needed to hear. I'm in. I, I So, but what we need now is we need a home run in this next homestand. Like, you need okay. 19... Quick. Okay. Yeah. Quick. And then we'll get there. Does he have a hundred runs? Because he's been at the bottom of the order, so it's gotta be down. Yeah, not even close. But he's not leading yeah. off anymore. Yeah, I that I Jim had a weirdly similar thought process where I was like, I as long as Guardy gets a two run a two homer home stand at some point, like he's good. Um so yeah, okay. As long as we're on that train, do we want to beat Minnesota for this year's home run title? No, don't care. Okay. I don't want to put ourselves in a race with Twins fans in any aspect because it allows them to think we're equal. Right. And they're not. Boom. They play in the biggest wind factory that's ever been invented. 
Well, that's kind of what does make me want to beat it. But if we if, if we, we say if, if we say right now we want to beat Minnesota on the home run record, and then they beat us, they'll say, "Ha ha, we beat you." So I'm saying right away, I don't care. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just, I mean, it, I I think it would be funny if if we could edge them out and then be like. If Twins fans then will be like, oh, well, you know, we were right there last week of the season. We had a lead on you. And we could be like, oh, you know, like Giancarlo Stanton out the whole year. Yeah. Well, you know what, Jake? I, what, I'm Jake? like pretty mad about Twins fans for like bragging about the home run record and never letting everyone know they played in a wind factory. Yeah. Like, oh, it makes sense now. Your stadium's full of magic. Right. So. Not uh, magic, just just wind. <laughs> wind. Magical wind. Okay. What next? Do you got anything else about this game? I mean, Tanaka was great. Sessa comes in and closes it out, which, you know, is good. Like, we, like it's the, it's the uh, Mariners, and it was a 7 nothing game. But we've seen Sessa or pitchers like this not be able to like lock down the six nothing lead for the last two innings, and it's very frustrating when that happens. Yeah, and I I think a low key big thing, and we mentioned that the Judge Homer was literally massive. But Jim Kikuchi had a really good start against us, so getting him early, Lemayhew Judge, that was kind of like things are going to be different this time around. You sigh, um, you say you sigh. Um, but yeah, Sessa did exactly what he's on the team for. I think it's kind of funny. The one thing in the box score that I would have had no idea about, Yanks were one for 12 with runners in scoring position. So this game could have been a lot uglier. Yeah, but that's, I hate that stat. You, you want to get yeah, a lot I mean, of guys. It, com- it, com- it comes and goes on different days. I'm not pointing at that. But I mean, that if this if this was a day the Yankees happened to went six for 12, this could have been a 13 nothing game easily. Yeah. It's true. It's true, Jake. All right. Next up is the burn of game three. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Broomstick season as the Yanks go for the sweep versus the Marineras in a saucy battle of the X's as Mariners legend James Paxton takes on Yankees prospect huggers legend Justice Sheffield. Top of the first, and how about the guy who's caught both of them? El Gary, I see you winding and grinding on that left field pole. Number 30 on the year for the Kraken, and it's 2-0 Yanks. The only syrup the Big Maple would run into was bottom four. Brothers don't shake hands, brothers got a hug. And they would as Corey Seager's brother, Homer's, scoring Aaron Nola's brother. Whoa, it's a 2-2 game. Have you ever seen a Chevy with the butterfly doors? Chevy no, with the butterfly no. doors? No, but no. I've seen a Ford open up this game. Solo shot his third of the series. DJ 26 uh, 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 with another RBI hit. It's Fortitude Yanks. The judge orders this series to be over. Two run shot, second of the game. DJ 26 decides he wants one. He goes upper deck job. Seattle tax one on late. But the Yanks go Paxton to Chadbro to Vino to Toe Tap Gearin. Yanks win 7-3, go 5-4 on their West Coast trip, and call Meg Ryan because we're sweeping in Seattle. Let's go Yanks. 
Good burn. Is that that magical wind? Yeah. 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 Getting ready for Halloween. It's right around the corner, they'll say. It's right around the corner. It's fall. You a pumpkin beer guy? (laughs) No. Wow. Nope. You're the basic bitch of the podcast, not me. Oh, very much so. But I'm... Pumpkin beer, no... (laughs) Wasn't going to help my case. Just realized what I was going to say did not help my case. <laughs> you like it because it tastes like pumpkin spice lattes. I like when they're all dressed up. When you get the cinnamon on top and you do the whole show, I like that. You're the basic <laughs> bitch of the podcast. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Dude, this game, Jake's lock win of the year. You said Easiest there was no win way. of the year, Tyler Wade at shortstop. I didn't get this tweet off in time, so you guys are allowed not to believe me. I don't give a shit. When Gary Sanchez didn't swing at that 2-2 pitch in the very first inning, and then the 3-2 pitch had to come, and Sheffield had to throw something in the zone, I almost got my phone out and I was like, this is going to be bad. Dude, doesn't that suck? Because I'll have a two or three of those a game, but you know... If it doesn't happen, the repercussions aren't worth just putting it out there for fun. Once he spat on that, because Sheffield threw the 2-2 slider that he got called for on Judge, and it was a swinging over pitch, and it was good. It was a good pitch, but Gary just didn't even chase at all. So then he had to put it in the zone. I was like, oh, shit, this is bad. And Gary absolutely clobbered that ball. We need we need like a phrase or something like if we if we t- want to tweet something like that like if someone does spit on a good curveball and you're like yo they're seeing the ball great they're about to hammer something we need to have a phrase that like we can tweet out like Gary's gonna rope one here and then have a caveat like an eighty twenty rule like I'll be right on eighty of these wrong on twenty or something or just like do that. like uh, a code word or code term like oh Gary's up dot 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 Jake sucks and then everyone knows. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> Don't do it, Jake. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, so Gary goes deep. Mike Ford goes deep later on. Judge goes deep. Right? Today? Yeah, and then D- dude, DJ at the end with a little bad flip. I don't know. Sheffield's not good, uh, so that was good. Uh, good trade. Paxton pitched better. One mistake pitch, really, right? Sheffield's still really young. He's 23. Um, and he, he, there was a part of this game where he was grooving a little bit. So um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a Justice Stan, but it's. You it's thought still he was going to be an ace. You, you still saw. You, you don't see him as being an ace in the league anymore, do you? Not an ace. I think he'll be a major league pitcher. I think he'll fall to the bullpen. I, I think he's got pretty good stuff. He he figured some stuff out this year. There was a story. Uh, there's like other reasons why he went to Double A instead of Triple A. Um, is partially the partially partially uh, the Pacific Coast League. Um, there was someone he's really close with on the team. So I I don't know. I'm I'm not writing off Justice Sheffield yet. I think he could be a good three four starter in the league. Yeah, I heard that story as. The Pacific Coast League was damaging his... He couldn't pitch there. It's a hitter-friendly park, and it was, like, messing with his psyche so much. They sent him to double-A to get his confidence back and then brought him up to the major leagues, which, fine, maybe, but that's still kind of catering to bad pitching. 
Yeah, he's he's 23. He he showed some of the good stuff today. If he can figure out that third pitch, because his fastball and his slider are talented. If he could get the changeup and a little bit more of location, I I, I think he'd be quality. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was the biggest win of the year. I mean, Justice Sheffield against his former team, you knew that he wasn't going to be able to dial up like seven inning shutout. And James Paxton against his team, I almost expected it. And he had that one bizarre inning where he was cruising. He ended up having four walks in the inning, and he left the one hanger to Seager, which he owed Seager because Seager got him his no-hitter. So that's what happened there. But, that, I mean, outside of that inning, Paxton looked great. That one inning, he looked so bad. Yeah. But still, it's not terrible from Paxton. Five innings, two earned runs. I mean... That's not what we want out of him anymore, but with the offense and whatever. And Chad with another two innings, man. Chad stretched out like he is. They are preparing him for what they want him to be, which is what he was in 2017, which is a guy that can come in and do two, three innings. You've uh, you've heard there's some people that still think Chad's this one pitch dude. No, the slider's there and he's been really solid. Um, when you start piecing together our playoff innings, uh, you can pencil in Chad Green for two. Um, and with the four horsemen, I mean, you're looking at like a three-inning game. So next time you want to get heated because you don't believe in our starting pitching, might not really matter that much. Gary throwed two runners out? Gary threw two runners out and just finishing on Paxton. He finished with 86 pitches, so if this was a real game against a real team, he could go another inning, but they were just like, all right, you're done. Um yeah, Gary Gary with the home run that he cranked down the left field line also threw out two runners. They looked really similar, and it was just like, Seattle, come on about it. They got a lot of speedsters. They do, but didn't work. No, Gary's good. And I, there's a lot of home runs that are coming in this West Coast trip that are fun, like 100th career for Gary, 100th career for Judge, and then today Judge hit his 30th. And I was like, damn, that's a good number. And every Glaber home run shocks me, like 30. Gary's 30th. Gary's 30th. Gary is 30th. Every Glaber home run shocks me. I mean, Glaber's like approaching 40. And Jim, you're right. We, I think another, this is a weird baseball quirk that I think if you're a follower, you very much believe in. If Judge or Gary got hung up on 99 for a little bit and it became a story, that becomes a problem. They make stories out of such nothing. And then it becomes yeah. like you have to ask them about it. Remember in 2017 when Judge broke the strikeout record and ESPN was like reporting on it every single day. Meanwhile, yeah. he was hitting 300, hitting 50 home runs. It was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Who cares? It's nothing. It's literally nothing. So, yeah, if they got hung up on 99, it, someone would pick it up and be like, the pressure is the pressure getting to you? No. Nine, 99 stuck on 99? Wow, he outnumbered his jersey. That was his goal. He might retire now. Coley never did any of that stuff. Missy Coley Harvey. Missy Coley Harvey. Go Big Ten football. No, I'm talking about like ESPN, like Sports Center TV. Yeah. The True Bad. True Bad. Ooh. Might be your autobiography name. Truly Pretty funny. Kind of like a true grit thing. Yeah. Kind of like a true Garrett thing. Let's move on to awards, Jake. Awards. Tyler Wade show, by the way. But sound, speaking of awards. Ooh, don't care. Uh, the awards today are brought to you by Roosevelt Shirts. You heard of them. Jake and I got a bunch of them in the mail. 
RSVLTS, no vowels here. Don't need them, don't want them. Can't wait to wear ours. Jake got some matching. We might wear our matching Roosevelt shirts at uh, an event. If you want some, you can go to rsvlts.com slash johnboy. You use the discount code johnboy, you get 20 bucks off. I tested it out today. It's a decent amount of money off. I was like, fuck, that makes an actual difference. Cool. Sometimes you put the code in and you're like, ah, man. Sometimes you put it in and you're like, whoa. That went from 75 to like 65. Like, geez, that's nuts. So, Jimmy, you know I normally wouldn't compliment you on a thought because you're wearing a hat that says Jake sucks right now. Mm -hmm. But... You're totally right at that. That that di- that should be a psychological study. Is putting in a twelve percent discount and being like, ah, and then putting in a twenty and being like, hell yeah. Uh, I would. There probably is a study on it. Marketing. You were a marketing major. Business. Business. They are conversation starters. They got a whole bunch of fun shirts, button ups, silly ones. They got sweatshirts too. They had a re- they had a sweatshirt I really wanted, but they didn't have it in large. You motherfuckers. MFers. Yeah, I was going to get the Rocky Balboa shorts, but they were only in small. Why don't you just wear them and cut holes so they fit? Not how life works. Okay, cool. Well, the awards about it. are brought to go you check by it out. Go check them out. <laughs> Jake, I get to go first, and the first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And my pride of the Yankees is a guy who some people say looks like me and David Cohn said looks like Albert Costello, whatever his name is, Mike Ford. We were kind of down on him for a little bit, Jake. We're like, I guess Mike Ford is, he's got Kendry Morales-itis. I guess he's not going to be one of the special crew that's part of this next man up. And then we're dumb. Only person that hasn't done this really is Wade and Bravik. Everyone else is like next man up to a T. Mike Fordman, three home runs in this series. He had four hits, three of them were home runs, four RBIs, his old club, so there's a fun revenge factor. It's just amazing. And like his time was running out. Because if he's bad these three games, Voigt's back and he's down. Now he might be down. Anyway, it might be just paperwork and he hangs around the club. Then September 1st comes around, they reactivate him for a lefty bat off the bench. Or he might go down and who knows. Or he bought himself a lot of time and he sticks around for some reason. But good for Mike Ford, man. Another just fun story. With this with this West Coast trip, he earned himself a, a bench spot on September for the New York Yankees, which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. They were like, the power's going to come, the power's going to come. And we're like, I don't know, man. It just kind of grounds out. Then the power came, and it's like, damn. Pretty good. Again, and you mentioned the former team thing. If, if you guys are looking right now on baseball reference, you're saying he wasn't on the Mariners. They took him in the Rule 5 draft, which if you're not familiar, um, basically, I, I, I'm phrasing this wrong, guys run out of minor league eligibility, um, and other teams can take them but they have to keep them on their major league roster the whole year. So the Mariners took Mike four in the rule five draft. He goes to spring training with them and they basically have to decide if they want to keep him on the team throughout the year, or they have to send him back to the Yankees, which a, I want you to think about that. If that's your real life, that's insane. Uh, But they ended up sending him back. Mike Ford's having a great year. And Jim, Mike Ford, 
Mike Talkman, Luke Voigt, that whole gang. It just makes me, for seeing how bad the Mariners are, how do you not go out this offseason and just trade for older guys who raked at AAA and give them a chance? Because, hell, what if they're good? Yeah. I just don't get it. How many of these pieces, like, get traded? Like, Shane Green comes up for the Yankees, has uh, puts together some starts, gets traded for Didi. John Ryan Murphy somehow beats out Austin Romine for the backup job, puts together a decent backup role, gets traded for uh, Didi. How many, how many guys is Cashman looking at and saying, we can get some here? A lot. A lot. He's a, he's a trade while stocks high guy, and he's got a lot to work with. Sounds sounds like a good off season episode, John. I'd write that down on your face with pen, because um, like I I don't think I'd put Talkman in that boat. But I mean, either like he's got like he's Ford, got options definitely. in another year of control. Okay, written down. Seared does it talk in my have brain. options for next year? I don't think so. Yeah, we did this already. Yeah, it does. And that was just this year. No. He's got one option left, I believe. I think this year is that option, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel I feel like we've very specifically had this conversation with Katie Sharp, and it landed on he's going to stay around next year because he has options. I think we were saying that for this year. No, it was next year. Because I was saying if he doesn't have options next year, trade him. Right. Well, I think we were talking about the deadline this year, but we'll we'll check it out another time. Another time. Who's your pride of the Yankees? My Jimmy. Pride, pride, pride. Pride of the Yankees. I'll I'll take him. How about Masahiro Tanaka? Um, flirted with a no-hitter. Um, he's always flirting. We we talked about how much he was talking to himself on the mound. Jim, it it's so funny how far we've come. I got a like from Brian Hoke on this, whatever. But I said, a week ago, the who are we going to pitch to get through the playoffs was a sucky conversation. Oh, everyone's terrible. You can't trust Paxton. Oh, Tanaka's been awful. Now, a week later, Tanaka's looked great. Um, if, if he can keep this going for the rest of the year, you can be blindly confident in Tanaka with his playoff stats. Um and, I mean, Herman throws another one for Paxton. But this is about Masahiro Tanaka. Um, like you said, it was kind of a weird dominant performance. Like, for a guy that had a no-hitter going and some other things, it could have been a lot more dominant if he got a couple outside sliders called on on, on the edge of the plate. Um, Tanaka shoved, man. And that's uh, he, he was part of the reason that I just felt I knew Paxton had the revenge game. If we won game one with Hap, I just knew it was a sweep. Uh, Tanaka looked great, and we love him here at Talking Yanks. Big fan of Tanaka. You're wearing a shirt with him on it right now. Dude, I really like him. Really like him. Update, Talkman has options left for next year. He's got one option left. Boom roasting. Judge has three. It's nuts. Send him down. Mike Ford has three. Kind of cool. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that was a great outing by Tanaka, and it's a couple good ones in a row now, right? Yeah, he's, um, let, let me get there for you, Jim. Um, 
Yeah, I think in his past four now, game logs loading. I was going to give um, him, if you didn't give him Pride of the Yankees, I was going to give him some sort of award like, here we go, or gearing up, or strap in. Like, he's coming. He's on his way. He'll like, have, bark my words, Tanaka will have one or two more clunkers in September. Yeah. But he's ready for the postseason. He might not, just because he. I think Tanaka takes a lot of pride in those season-long stats, and so he might he might drive a little harder than he normally does. But yeah, Jim, his past four 27.1 innings pitched uh, to a, th- the tune of a 2-3 ERA. Nice. Yeah, no, I think he'll have one. Uh, he's good for at least one more clunker. Like at the end of 2017, he had a terrible season. In his second half, he really showed like, oh, he's got it again. But there's a seven earned run in there in late September or something like that. Just kind of the moment goes away and he's like, I'll save save some bullets for the postseason. That's what I do. Sound good? Sounds good to me, man. All right. Next up. You Yankee motherfucker. Wow, this is a tough one. It's always tough when you sweep and you got to choose a motherfucker, right? Jake? Sweep MFers are about as tough as they come. I have one, and it's a cop-out. Wow. Who brought us the worst 10 minutes of baseball this episode? This well, series. I think it's about to be the it's about to be the Mike Talkman thing because I just saw he's going to be out of options next year. But uh, Corey Guerin, yeah, Corey Guerin. No man, it's got he's got one option left. Yeah, but I think that like expires after this season. No, as soon as he as soon as he got sent down, he had two options to start this season. He got sent down and lost it. I mean, yeah, I'm on MLB trade rumors, and it says he's out of options next year. So I don't know. So one of our one of our roster experts reach out because I think it expires at the end of the season. Oh, the roster resource says he's got one left. Who knows? Fucking options. And I remember saying if he was going to be out of options next year, trade him. If he's able to go up and down next year, keep him. Right. And when we were with Katie, we found out he's able to go up and down. So I was like, all right, don't trade him. Keep him. I think so. I think that was this year. But we'll find out find out anyway Corey Guerin man gave us the worst yeah. 10 minutes of baseball he didn't really perform bad but was like dude this sucks I don't want to do all this toe tap shit don't care I don't want to have to fight for you you know what I mean right. like even if I side with you Corey Guerin it's no interest to me I don't want to have to stick up for you right I don't even know you and you do look like a young Mike Messina so that's cool but don't yeah. care so he's yeah, my wearing the three Wearing the three five with the sideburns really was kind of fun, especially Everyone, when he was when he was talking angry through his glove. That yeah. was pretty moose. That was it cool. Was, yeah, a- everyone wanted me to do a breakdown of that. I think even uh, Zach Campbell, foul ball guy, was like, "I can't wait for John Boy's breakdown of this toe tap situation." Like I was so out on that, I didn't even want to think about it anymore. Like that, boy, yeah, that sucked. That uh, that was a mess. You could have had some fun with it. The whole Romine Boone part was a lot of fun. I like did my gift, but like to spend yeah. forty five minutes on that scenario. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, kind of tough, Corey, and not totally your fault. But that's kind of how Yankee MFers go, man. Um. God, this is brutal. Um. Well, I and talk talk about <laughs> Corey Gearin gave us a couple tough minutes. Mike Talkman, I think he's got to be my MFer. Wow. Um, 
he uh Jim he went hitless. Uh he it's I mean it's abbreviated. It's 0 for 7. He got a walk, he scored a run, um had a, or he had a hit by pitch there. Um but yeah, he's the only Yankee that went hitless. Someone told me they knew who my MFR was going to be. I I don't I, I I maybe I'm missing it. Um or maybe people are still mad at Hap or something. No, man. But Wade, you were very mean to Wade on the pregame show. I was never mean to Wade. You forced my meanness on Wade. No, I didn't. It's, I am Tyler Wade. When you were doing your Jack Curry impression of being a professional, you said That was Jack Curry. It was very mean. You said that That was Jack Curry. You said something like Tyler Wade is an embarrassment to human life. It was so mean what you said. I would Whoa. Never, whoa. Uh, People uh, are chopping up that quote. I'm not John Boy says. No. Wow. No, no, that wasn't Yikes. That was me quoting you front page of yahoo i'm Sports. i'm happy for wade man he got a nice slap hit he's, i'm not even talking he about stole second <laughs> like i'm happy for him being, dude you're just you're being mean ruthless. to tyler uh no options talkman gets the mf or uh only guy without a hit yeah he did get hit by pitch and get hurt though yeah just iced up or did uh maybe did maybe not get a hit is he not on the stat sheet here um, but yeah, Talkman 0 for 7. Sorry, dude. Someone's got to get it in a sweep. Somebody's got to get it in a sweep. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to yeah. do him in a sweep. Well, my first award was going to go to Tanaka if you didn't give him the pride. Okay. Um, let me think of how I want to phrase this. How about the Piss and Excellence Award? Damn. It's a good award. Yeah. I never won it. Not a day in my life. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Nice. Talladega Nights. Aaron Judge, man. When Aaron Judge is on, I think people forget how crazy it is when he's going. I mean... He had six hits, four RBIs, two runs, two home runs. He stole a base, and it was just like, damn. He had three hits in game three, two hits in game two, one hit in game one. You guys know I love when they spread them out. When Judge is right, man, it's special. And I yeah. think people forget it very fast, what he's capable of went on. Well, and it's it's where I to to lump him with another big guy briefly. Um, you know, like Giancarlo Stanton, man. If if that dude is right, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. Uh, for Judgey, yeah, we we haven't seen him go off off in a little while, and he's been doing it on the West Coast. And I'm I'm gonna butcher this a little bit, Jim, but Coney mentioned it on the two home runs. Uh, the bullet he had to center, I think the launch angle on it was like 11 degrees or something like that. Like it was basically a line drive home run. And the one today was like a 40 degree home run. And I, I, I don't know if he was saying it facetiously, but I wouldn't bet against it that he said something like that Aaron Judge has the biggest range <laughs> between how he can hit a home run because he can hit that line drive 110, barely gets over the shortstop. Or, I mean, he got super under it, and if you want to point at some juice balls, fine, but everyone's using the same damn ball. Um, I mean, that was <laughs> as uh, one of the higher home runs you'll see in Major League Baseball. 
It was pretty cool. Yeah. Rainbow. Ooh. What's your first award? Jim, my first award is the Country Strong Award. Ooh. Okay. What's that mean? Uh, Country Strong, I mean, they normally... It's normally associated with a big fella who that's like... From the country. Yeah, that's not necessarily like lifting weights roped up strong. They're just like, yeah, I I moved all the barrels of hay today. Gwyneth Paltrow? Close. Great guess. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the movie Country Strong, which I like. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's... Are you a Gwyneth Paltrow fan or just in that movie? Oh, I like Gwyneth Paltrow in some movies. I'm not a big fan of like what she is all about these days. She kind of weirds me out a little bit. Okay. She sells junk science stuff, and I think that's kind of like scummy. Right. Goop is the name of her company, which was also your nickname, third grade. Still is. Wasn't was. Goop. Hey, Goop. (laughs) Who gets the country strong, man? I I mean, it seems like Mike Ford, but he already got pride. Voight's not playing. I mean, who You're else? dancing all around it. Who else even is there? Gary? Oh. Not from the country? Jim, the country strong award goes to DJ LeMayhew. Oh, he, he uh, couldn't be less. Everyone gets lost and all the big guys and wow, even baby Glaber might hit 40 this year. Judge is hitting moonshots. How about DJ LeMayhew uh, hitting his total home runs from the past two years this season? And he puts an exclamation point on it, upper deck shot. And as the most of a pimp job you're going to get from DJ LeMayhew, he crushed it. He hopped and looked for half a second and then head down and ran around the bases. But, dude, I mean, DJ LeMayhew's going to finish this year with, what, 25 home runs, something like that? I don't know. Is he going to get his career high? He already has it. He's not country strong, so no one would ever call him country strong. He's country strong, man. He's a country boy, and he, he just chooses not to normally use that part of his game, Jim. Country strong is like a guy that you would lift barrels of hay and, like, work on farm. So you think DJ LeMayhew can't lift barrels of hay? He's just not country strong. He's not what you picture. You picture That's what I'm saying, Jim. He is country strong. He just doesn't normally play baseball like that. I think he's just strong. Yeah, 22 is his career high. He had, um, or no, he, he's got 23 now. In the past two seasons, he had 23. Last year, 15 was his career high. Uh, my guy's country strong. I'm going to Google country strong physique. And I think it's going to be more beefy, muscular guys, not like lanky. Well, that's part of it, Jim. I mean, you're going to see some beef there. And I mean, country strong, the movie's going to come up. But I, I think that's, I mean, DJ LeMayhew's 6'4. Like, he's, he's strong, man. He's just got it spread out over that big frame. He's strong. Upper deck in Seattle today. Bo Jackson's country strong. Joe Beck. Bo Jackson's the best athlete of all time, arguably. That's a totally different area. But, like, he... He's a fir- freak. <laughs> the first time he bench-pressed, it was, like, some crazy number because he was just naturally strong from working on... From right, he's a freak show. Doing his life. I don't know. 
some pushback on the country strong DJ thing. That's all right, man. That's a uh, DJ's happy for it. Uh, what's your oh, next award? Oh, DJ is completely indifferent. He doesn't care. Very happy with me. Hates my hat. You think so? You really think so? Dude, can I? I know I said this already, but I I want to talk about it a little more. Okay. Last week, I gave the Four Horsemen Award to Otto Canley yeah. Britton, and I want to like think of a cool name like the Camel or the Mule Award, mm. but I, I need help with it knowingly. Okay. I know I don't have it, but Chad Green needs something. Yeah. Because he's I, carrying I gonna, a lot of weight. Like, they want him to be like a three-inning dude. I was going to give an award that I think was going to get us some kickback, but I was going to give him the lump him in award. Because playoff time, Chad's going to be lumped in with those dudes. I said, you got a lumpy butt. Well, you got a lumpy <laughs> butt. Um, the mule. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, fire extinguisher, super lame. What's something that gives you a little distance? Like the new driver award? I don't know. That's We're a golf there. thing. Middle distance runner? That sucks for Chad. I don't know. It's your award. I'm just going to give it the excited award. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to give it the uh, the new. My award. I'm going to give it 30 is the new 15 award. Wow. Because they want him to be a 15-pitch reliever. One inning, come in, face three batters, shut him down. He's like, no. This is 1976. I'm going to come in for three innings. I'm with Goose. I'm with Goose. Oh, the Goose Award. Goose Gossage. It's the Goose Award. Wow. Because Goose Gossage says real relievers pitch more than one inning. None of this bullshit. You come in for one inning, you leave. Anyone can do that. Real reliever pitches multiple innings. Wow, the Goose Award goes to Chad Green. Ugh, crazy. Are you saying goose or goop? Because that's confusing for it's me. The, it's the Goose Goop. Goose Goop. That's all. That's an awesome award. Yeah. I'm. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with you. Four Horsemen you- and the Goose. <laughs> Man, Chad Green always stumbles into some real crap bowl on this show. Um, Damn. Yeah, the goose fucking nailed it. Wow. That's a a great award. Thank you. That's two great awards in a row from me and one bad one from you. One bad one from me. You're about to get a follow-up bad one from me. Uh, Jim. We normally try not to give out doubles, but I have a double to give, and I give out this award twice a year, and it's the future NL All-Star, known as the Tyler Austin Award, goes to Mike Ford. Uh, Such a no-brainer. Like we already danced around earlier this episode, he's probably going to get traded for, um, I I don't know, Walker Bueller next year, and then he he gets a lot of run with the Dodgers, and he figures it out. Mikey Ford, man, he, uh, we can't, we obviously can't add him with Voight and Talkman yet, but the dude was doing crazy things at AAA this year, and he, he broke out a little bit. He's going to get the chance to get a couple at-bats in September, um, probably not a ton, just rest day at-bats. 
Um, man, they they showed a clip of Mike Ford. It was Mike Ford, Talkman. Are you saying my um, Ford? Are you saying my Ford? The Mike Cord? I'm saying Fjord, F-J-O-R-D. Like Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Um, they showed Ford, Talkman, and Urshela on the bench the other day, and they were just, you know, having a good time, part of the team talking baseball, which, by the way, check out Talking Baseball if you haven't. And Jim, I was like, damn, think about where these guys' headspace were before the season. Gio Urshela didn't know if he'd get a shot again. Mike Ford didn't know if he'd get a shot. Mike Talkman, I mean, we know what's going on in his headspace now. Who knows? Uh, and all of those guys have been great contributors. Mike Ford, if nothing else, this gets remembered as the Mike Ford West Coast trip. But, um, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to see him get a, get a real chance somewhere. The Mike Ford Headspace Award. Are you saying my Ford? I'm in your head now. I've come to wrap you up tight before it's time to fight down. Something like that. Good award, Jake. I mean, I hated the future NRL All-Star Award so much that it became my favorite of yours. And yeah. I love that it's called the Tyler Austin Award. Yeah. But it still doesn't beat the Four Horsemen and the Goose. I thought it was Goose Goop. Um, the Goop is silent. Oh, I come on, Jake. You could never keep up. Finish strong, Jake. Okay, trivia question. Uh, first person, no, the 11th person. It's not trivia, it's contest. The 11th person to tweet at Jake, say, hey, at Talking Jake, I heard you're going to die at 5-4. The 12th person to do it gets a sticker leave a review jake will die at five foot four yeah and then maybe offer your death height so people we can... haven't asked reviews for a while we should ask for reviews you think it's been a while since we asked for reviews it's been a while everyone just did the west coast trip we gave them a round of applause for the west coast trip leave us a review we haven't asked in a while it'd be nice we'd appreciate it yeah go yanks we will see you on Sunday night, Monday morning. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.